you're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt, Tabitha, and Lydia. Hey everyone, uh, Mitch here with another episode of The Geek Awakens Presents uh, Artist Alley Spotlight. I am joined today by uh, Casey Torrance Allen, who is the co-writer of the series Bigfoot Knows Karate. Uh, Casey, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Um, so you've got a Kickstarter going on right now for uh, Bigfoot Knows Karate Hinagon. Am I pronouncing that correctly? That's correct. That's okay, correct. Perfect. So what is this uh, book all about? Okay, so basically, um, it is a one-off, like a one-shot, um, with characters from the Bigfoot Nose Karate miniseries that uh, myself and Dan Price have been doing the past few years. It's um, Bigfoot Nose Karate is basically a kind of a revenge story mixed with like Kill Bill versus like with you know Godzilla versus Kong. That type of thing. So um, we have a lot of fun with it. Uh, the The series is kind of set roughly uh, like present day, and this one shot, Big Bigfoot Nose Karate Hinagon, is based in feudal Japan. And so the the fun thing about our our character, the the Bigfoot character, is you, you know he's thousands upon thousands of years old. So um, the present story isn't his only story. And we wanted to kind of just a have fun with the character, kind of see what we can do with them. And B, um, we have a cover artist who we've really enjoyed working with. Um, his name's uh, uh, Adam Caswell. And we really just wanted to see what he would do with interiors. And so I had this story kicking around, and I wanted to get it done. I didn't know, you know, how or when we would get it done, but it was one of those things that had to happen eventually. And then I was talking to uh, the, you know, the creator of Bigfoot Nose Karate, Dan Price, and said, you know, I want to do this story. And Dan said, well, why don't we? Why don't we put Adam on it and just see how he he does? We're always wanting him to stick around. We want him to to you know be part of the gang. So let's let's just have him do interiors. Let's have him do the whole thing. So the story is twenty four pages, and you know got it ready to go. And and now uh, Adam's just kind of making it his. So we're we're having a we're having a blast with it. Nice. This sounds so, so fun. Uh, so like you mentioned, Hinnagon is a one-shot. Uh, is it a good jumping-on point to anyone who is new to this world? It really is. So with this story, my, my goal was to, A, just have a, a good, solid 24 pages where anybody could go in and enjoy the story, enjoy the character, and hopefully, hopefully go, I want more of that. And uh, so it, in the in the story, it takes place in feudal Japan. Uh, our Bigfoot character, Benny, has to go and um, basically fight a water dragon and um, that, or a Mizuki, as, as they call it. And uh, so 
he goes and fights this dragon. There's a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of intrigue. You don't know whose side he's on. And it really kind of gives you a taste of where Benny came from, where he's going. And if you're a fan of the series already, it there's kind of a few things that, you know, you, you can kind of see where it connects with the, the current story. And uh, also, though, if, if you're brand new to it, it's just like, oh, this is fun. A big guy is beating the crap out of a dragon. The dragon's beating the crap out of this big guy. Let's see what happens. Um, so you kind of touched on it earlier, but tell us a little bit more about the creative team for this book. Okay, so the creative team. Um, first, I wouldn't be anywhere on this without without Dan Price. Dan is the uh, the creator of Bigfoot Knows Karate, and um, he pulled me on to co-write the series with him. And uh, you know, together we, you know basically made three you know really fun awesome comics that hopefully people enjoy with this one i took the lead on the writing duties and uh adam caswell is doing the art adam is uh he's kind of new to sequential comics uh he's done them before but he hasn't really had a lot of it, a whole lot of published work However, he has done a lot of stuff with uh, D&D manuals and stuff like that. So um, that, I think, is more of his bread and butter, which is perfect for what this one-shot is because there's a whole lot of swords, a whole lot of blood and guts, and, you know, Adam is a maniac with a, a micro pen. So um, it, it's fun seeing what he does with that. And... Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the creative team. It's just us, and and Dan's doing the letters. So, so you said this, you know, Bigfoot knows karate. This is Dan Price's, you know, baby. This is his idea. What made him decide to have Bigfoot know karate? What what is the backstory? <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, a, a that name is. I don't know your cursing policy, so I'm just going to keep it PG for now. Um, <laughs> that name is like, it's, it's gold, like chef's kiss, because it sounds freaking ridiculous, right? It is the dumbest sounding name ever. But then you hear it and you're like, crap, I, do I want to know about a Bigfoot that knows karate? Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> so um, that is genius. It sneaks up on you. And uh, so Bigfoot knows karate. That's all we need to know right now. Every, we know, like Dan and I know, there is an origin for that. There is a reason he knows karate. But uh, he's been around since before karate was, had even been karateed. So I'm, I'm sure that's a sentence that people can understand. It's so capacity. <laughs> I mean, I don't so. know that those words in that order has ever been said before, <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> We've, we've got history made right here um, so does bigfoot nose karate hanagon uh have a different feel from the main series i think it does in in that the, the a the art is way different um dan and adam's uh style are you know completely different dan has um I think a lot of uh, 
a lot of like 90s influence and uh adam caswell again is just a, a lunatic with a micron pencil so um, uh as far as writing style i think they're um i think you could you could find similar themes just because you know it's the same you know at least half of the same guy from from the main series um i try to keep the the tone similar um and uh try to make sure that really my goal is to make sure that everybody gets what they pay for like i want people to at the end of the day by the time they close that book they go like damn i'd, I'd buy another one of those right now that's what i want because you know comics are you know it, it, it's an expensive hobby it it's, is it's very a, expensive you're absolutely right it, and it's it's getting it's getting more and more but you know it, it's extremely rewarding um and i i want people to uh i don't want people to feel cheated at the end of the day because you know this is our baby we want to put out the best product we can so let's talk a little bit more about the uh, Kickstarter in itself. Uh, one of the reward tiers for this Kickstarter uh, is the championship pack, <laughs> which <laughs> includes uh, a bunch of things, but it also includes a Bigfoot Nose Karate Fiend Club championship belt. Um, tell us about this belt. <laughs> okay, when when Dan told me he was buying a championship belt, with the Bigfoot Nose Karate logo and and part of the you know the the first cover on on the the middle of the belt, I thought he was nuttier than an airplane turd. I was like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever thought of. Let's freaking do it. And he put it. I think he kind of put it on the campaign as kind of like <laughs> nobody will ever click this, dude. We have one sold already. Um, I know somebody at, that has messaged me and said, I want that freaking belt. And then <laughs> I know two other people who are considering it. Yeah. So who knows? We, we might have sold three belts by the end of this. I know for a fact one other person out there goes, I'm getting that freaking belt. That's going on my body. And shit, I, like I'd wear it. Like that's pretty rad. Nobody else has a Bigfoot nose karate belt. Right. When I was when I was looking through the uh, Kickstarter yesterday, and I came across that, I was like, "Oh man, if I wasn't like before payday broke, like I, <laughs> I might, I might oh, have been man. the second person to buy that." I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> if that thing was at my house, my wife would hate me so much right now. <laughs> but you cannot wear this on date night. I'm like. It's, it's a belt. It holds my pants up. What are you talking about? Exactly. It's totally <laughs> practical. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us about some of the other reward tiers uh, if they don't want a championship belt. <laughs> okay. So the other reward tiers we have, we, we have a catch-up tier. We have um, a digital catch-up tier, which I thought was pretty cool. We have a physical catch-up tier uh, where you not only get, you know, Bigfoot, Nose Karate, Hinnegan, but you also get the other two issues of the book that we've put out um and that right there i think it's like 27 bucks is 
a great deal. And uh, not only that, but you'll get all the, the fun goodies that came with them. We shipped them out to, to our initial backers. Um, and let's see, what else? There is the, we're under the, um, the banner of Lesser Known Comics. Lesser Known Comics is a publisher. We have a bunch of indie titles on there. There is a, um, a pack where I think you get like 15, 10 or 15 of the Lesser Known Comics titles. And uh, I think it's 165 bucks. It is a banger of a reward tier. I think a few people have already picked that one up. Um, I tell you, and I'm not even joking, every book that I've seen on Lesser Known Comics has just been gold. Um, they don't slouch at all. Uh, and we have a, you know, every two weeks we have a, a phone, like a, like a conference call. And uh, I sound like the biggest moron compared to all these other guys because they all know, they know comics like back and front. So, um, but they don't have a fucking big foot man. Exactly. So you <laughs> yeah, win so, right there. So screw those guys. No. <laughs> no, um, no. Lesser known that that has been a label that's been kind of like on my radar. I haven't read anything from from. Oh them, my gosh. But, but yeah, it's, it's one that I've been following and one that I definitely want to get into. Yeah, they're they're super great guys. Everybody there's super talented, and uh, they not only do they put out good stories, but they put out like books that you want to have like the tactile feel like to me the older i get especially the more like if the paper on the book is like unappealing i'm like that's not that's just no i don't want to read that um i picked up a uh i got a kickstarter book i'm not gonna say who it was but uh, a few months back and i was looking at it, looking through it and it it felt like it was padded and there were like five or six blank pages in there um you're not going to get any of that monkeying around with lesser known uh these guys you know they know what it is to make comics and they're ready to 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 put out their best work that's that's fantastic um so let's talk about some of your other work uh you're the co-creator for the horror comic voodoo chili uh what's this book about voodoo child voodoo child oh my, my apologies <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. Um, we <laughs> so we based that off of the spelling from uh, the English pressing of Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. It is a zombie uh, supernatural horror comic based in the Vietnam War, and the story behind that is um, there's a soldier named Max. He is. Uh, you know, hoping to to go AWOL. He's thinking about, you know, dipping, basically. Uh, he finds out through a, a series of crazy happenings that um, the god of, uh, of death, one of the, the voodoo gods of death, wants him to take his mantle. And he's not taking no for an answer. So not only is Max, you know, having to kind of go AWOL from the you know United States Army in Vietnam during a live war, but uh, he's also trying to get out of this new responsibility that's being forced upon him. 
So uh, we've done two issues of it, and uh, we had to take a little bit of a break, and we're getting ready to start issue three, and that Kickstarter hopefully will be up uh, around 2024. Nice. So you're also a contributor on uh, the Spoiler Country podcast. So aside from spoilers, uh, what can <laughs> listeners expect from this podcast? So Spoiler Country, we, we haven't done much lately. Everybody's kind of been doing their own thing kenrick uh just recently did a book called supernatural baby detective um and john horsley has been working on his web comic that he's turning into a uh a, an actual physical release um but yeah we when i was doing uh, most of the interviews at spoiler country we talked to uh, a lot of comic pros we talked to folks from television and film um and writers you know we we just kind of anything that was entertainment so uh we we had a lot of fun doing that so you also edit uh the comic jam which when i was looking at that i it was just it's a really cool concept uh tell us tell us what this is about okay so the comic jam is an online workshop for writers, artists, letters, um, and basically anybody in between that wants to get their feet wet with comics. Um, the goal of the Comic Jam is, uh, A, every week we vote on a theme, we, find, we, we finalize the theme, and we tell the writers, hey, write a one-page comic, six panels, on this subject. And at the end of the week, they turn in the scripts, and then I pair those scripts up with an artist. And uh, at the end of it, you know, we give them a, a few extra weeks to to produce art for it. And by the end of it, you have a one-page comic. If you can do one page, then you've done a comic. Uh, and from there, you can go, oh, I love this. This was awesome. Or B, this sucks. I don't ever want to do it again. Let's like let's just pretend this never happened. And luckily, we we have far less of people going like, "Thanks, but no," and more of like, "When can I do another?" So, the main like, the main rule at the comic jam is you know we we don't want people being jerks. Talent, you know all that other stuff that is something that you know you build you build your skills mm -hmm. uh if you're if you're an ass like <laughs> you're not you're not gonna get anywhere with that and we don't want to deal with you so we have people from all over the world of all types uh and uh they're they're my friends don't mess with my friends so um i i want you know people to have a good time and make the best comics that they can and uh so far i mean We've had a lot of projects spring out of uh, folks meeting on the Comic Jam, and uh, you know they go off and do their own thing. We've had um, right now uh, Matthew Sumo is uh, he just recently announced that his book is with Band of Bards, uh, Bardic Verses. Um, he started with the Comic Jam, although he he had done other stuff as well. Uh, we have a ton of super talented people, uh, and they're all chomping at the bit to get an opportunity to uh, 
to learn the skills. And it's really rewarding, not only, you know, taking part and doing the comics myself, because if there's a gap, if we need a script, I will throw in a script. Um, but uh, usually, uh, you know, first dibs go to the other writers. But um, it, it's, it's fun to participate, but it's also fun just seeing people discover their talent and work that muscle. It's like lifting weights, man. Like if, if you don't work at it every day, and you see this with artists, especially like, obviously like, you know, you, you see the change in the art and the, uh, the, the building of skills, but also like I see it in, in the writers too. And I'll come back at, you know, if I can look over the script and go, hey man, or hey person, this isn't working. You need to, uh, it's too many actions in a panel or, you know, yada, 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 too many words. Um, and see them come back with the next script and they've, you know, they're reinforcing what they know now. That's always really rewarding because you're teaching and, and allowing them to, to put that skill in action. So, so. As someone who is both a writer and an editor, uh, what do you find more challenging? Writing, because it is like pulling teeth sometimes. When it works, <laughs> when it goes great, like I'm on fire. It is the best thing ever. And if I feel like a giant sack of crap and like just stare at the screen and, you know, bore myself to sleep then <laughs> um that uh you know you wake up and you go like well that sucked like <laughs> i need to get better at not doing that um so you know some people i think have and it, it's some people can just get at it and go and i think a lot of people that's the skill they have to develop and you know, I'm, I'm like my other workers at the at my other folks at the comic jam. I'm developing that skill. Um, it you know is something that you have to keep working at. Uh, I love doing the stories. I love uh, making it work. And, and actually, the editing part, like I'm if I edit a book, if I edit a story, I'm gonna go hard on it and try to poke in as many holes as I can. And I do the same thing to myself. Like once I finish my draft, I go, let's let's see how this sucks and tear it apart and build it back up again. Cause that's what you have to do. You have to rip it up and start again. Um, but you know, you're refining, you're, you're, you're knocking the holes out and making it, making it solid. So you seemingly live and breathe comics. Uh, what is your favorite comic? And this could either be like a series or a single issue. Okay, so the, the first comic that really blew my mind, um, there, there was an issue of X-Men Classic that I got when I was a kid. And it has, it's one of the issues where Alpha Flight kind of goes in and whips everybody's ass. But um, there's a backstory in that issue, and um, I want to say is John 
is Bolton, I think is, is the artist. It's a, uh, and it's a backstory with um, Banshee in it. And it is no capes, no, uh, no spandex. It's him as an MI, an MI5 agent, or no, an Interpol agent. Um, and he's dealing with his brother who, you know, who's, everybody knows eventually is Black Tom Cassidy. But um, I didn't know any of that backstory between them. I just saw a guy who was, you know, as ostensibly kind of like a spycraft story. But, oh, this guy can fly. And he, he has a little bit of a, you know, a superhero thing. But, you know, you wouldn't know because there's no costume or anything. I, that just captured my imagination. And honestly, the parallel between that and what I'm attempting to do with uh, – with the Bigfoot Nose Karate Hinnigan book is it's a story in between the stories and it's something that informs the whole, like it informs the character, but um, as an introduction to, to Banshee, when I was a kid, I was like, holy crap, I'm sold on this guy. Is he in every issue? No, he's not. Damn it. But yeah, I still enjoyed the hell out of it. And it still it it really captured my imagination. I'm pretty sure it was written by Claremont, so it was uh, very vociferous and, and wordy and all that. But it was great. So con season is winding down, but do you have any lined up in the near future? I I personally do not. I know Dan gets out there quite a bit. Dan Price is a road warrior. Um, I'm hoping to get out in 2024 and do some cons. Um, but uh, as of right now, I don't have anything planned. Hoping to be at Baltimore. Nice. So how can people find you online? Okay, so I have, uh, I'm sure there are more that are, you know, just as if not dumber. But I have one of the dumbest uh, handles ever. But I'm on Blue Sky. I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh <laughs> and I have to make a fart noise every time I say that. I do not respect that man. Um, but uh, robots eat guitar um, because that was uh, I thought that everybody would appreciate my um, pithy response to uh, mid aughts um, indie rock, and <laughs> so uh, I don't think anybody got it. But yeah. Robot seat guitar. Um, so one more time, give us the details on Bigfoot Nose Karate Hinnagon and the Kickstarter. Okay, so Bigfoot Nose Karate Hinnagon, it's a punch em up in 24 pages, but it's so much bigger than a punch em up. We, and honestly, that's what Bigfoot Nose Karate is all about. Um, the name implies, you know, A, somebody's going to get karate, and B, there's a freaking Bigfoot in it. But, like we we really aim to throw you curveballs and honestly if you ha if i had the camera on right now i'm tossing i'm fidgeting around with a baseball uh, we aim to throw you a curveball every single issue and uh it's not like some cheap ploy or anything it's just what we do we don't want to give you the obvious answer uh bigfoot knows karate hinnagon 
is gonna throw you a curveball. Yes, there is a guy feeding the crap out of a dragon. That guy is a Bigfoot. That dragon is a water dragon. Um, but there is a twist in the last two pages that if you are new to the story, you're gonna go, oh, holy shit. Did that just happen? And if you are a fan of Bigfoot Knows Karate and you've read the last two issues, you're going to go, holy shit, did that just happen? I know who that is now. <laughs> and you, you're you going to flip and love it. I cannot wait. I really cannot wait for people to uh, to message us or, or do reviews or whatever and go like, yeah, yeah, they had me in the first half. But so, yeah, it, it's – it's a super fun book. The art is going to be fan-flipping-tastic. I'm sure you've, you've seen a little bit of the uh, the sample art that we have up. And Adam is just, you know, while I'm the days away uh, producing this art. And every time I'm like, can we show it? And Dan's like, no, we can't show it. We, we don't want to give away the book before the book's out. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> but I mean, we we have a term that we call wall pieces. Like that's a wall piece, meaning, oh my gosh, if I had this piece of, if I had this page, I would frame it and put it on my wall. It's badass. There's so many of those that Adam has already shown us that, and he's not trying to go like, oh, oh this is a pinup, but I wrote it to show off his artwork. To give him an opportunity to show off his artwork because i mean he's really really amazingly talented we wanted to uh and i, I try to write to, to my artist strengths and uh with with adam i mean he just took the ball and ran with it so casey torrance allen thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us again the kickstarter is for bigfoot nose karate hanagon uh when does the kickstarter end kickstarter ends in right now eight days so uh we have a really really affordable jumping in price at like four dollars for the digital um i love it when people get the digital because like i'm I, you only have so much room in your house i see behind you you have piles yeah. and piles of books and comics <laughs> if if you're the type of guy that's like or type of person that's like i don't want any more shit in my house i do want to read that book get the digital it's not going to make me cry it, you're supporting the campaign but if you get the the physical edition which the entry for that is eight bucks which i think is a freaking steal if you get that you're gonna get um we have two stretch goals that we've already met and we're working on a third um so you'll get some goodies with that uh, right now it's uh we do baseball cards. Like we were inspired by the uh, the early '90s um, Marvel cards. So you have a pinup of the character, and then on the back you have the power and abilities and a little bit of a backstory. Awesome. That's what we're doing with each issue. And like it's, I think I missed my calling. I want to be the guy in the '90s who wrote the Marvel trading cards, <laughs> uh, like backstories. <laughs> Um, there's an art to it. Uh, it. It's super fun. And also, like, I'm sure nobody gives a shit that 
our Bigfoot is eight foot tall and weighs 390 pounds. However, that's what you'll learn if you get the comic and get the baseball card. So, um, yeah, we're ha- we're having a blast with it. Also, also, I know we have limited time. Dan, the the creator of Bigfoot No Karate, his bread and butter, what he does for a living is um, he's he does a magazine. He knows publishing. He busts his butt every time to make sure that the book not only is uh, you know good to read, it looks good and everything, but just the tactile feel of the book is amazing. He's really uh, peculiar about uh, paper quality, um, the way the, the weight of the cover, all that other stuff. We have a bunch of different covers also, by the way. Um, we have a foil cover that we're putting out. Uh, and we have an extend like a, a a deluxe edition that has pinups in the back from fan art and a QR code that gives you an interview with uh, a, a roundtable discussion with the creators and some of their friends about the book. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Casey, thanks again. Uh, best of luck with the Kickstarter. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, have a good night, Mitch. Thanks again, buddy. Uh, you guys have a good one. Bigfoot Nose Karate Hinnegon, KCT Allen. I am uh, Robot Seat Guitar uh, on anywhere you can go. Um, uh, yeah, don't find me on Facebook because it's me talking about my kids and all that other stuff. So. <laughs> Take care. All right, y'all be good. That's going to do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. It would be a shame if you didn't follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Geek Awakens Podcast or on Twitter at Geek Awakens. Theme music created and produced by E. Cannon Beats. Our logo was designed by Shay McCain. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We're boldly gone.